And today I have a, a special guest with me, um, a good friend of the families, and uh, I'm very excited to have her on. I'm honored to have her on, to be honest with you. So Rachel, could you introduce yourself to the audience and uh, we'll go from there. Well, thank you so much for having me, Aaron. It's always a joy to be with you. Um, I was thinking of a couple things that we have in common. And before I share those, I'll just say I'm Rachel Wojo, um, often known as Rachel Wojo. Actually, you know me as Rachel Wojnarowski, right? Right. Yep. Been in the same community and have for many, many years, over a decade for sure. Right. Um, and so I was thinking that one of the things you and I have in common is that we both have an awesome spouse, right? <laughs> I love your wife. And of course, right. I love my husband. So that's yeah. one of the things. And then um, the other thing I thought about is that both of us have moms who are in heaven. Absolutely. Um, and then both of us like sports, although you might like them a little bit more than me. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a tad. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you're right. And, um, you know, but I've, I've had the benefit, and I, I'm sure you have too, of um, though my mom is, is in heaven, there's been a lot of people that stood in the gap. Um, over the years. And, and um, so I have a lot of earthly moms, I guess you'd say, but um, yeah, the, the reunion will be sweet one day. Sure will. Yeah. Sure will. I can't wait for that. So yeah, we live in the same community and I, um, we both have kiddos around the same age, busy, busy lives with trying to rear our families for the Lord and stay active in church and fight COVID and whatever else comes our way. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. And you actually used to teach piano to ours. So remember that? That's a throwback, isn't it? <laughs> but that was, yep, that's true. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I stumbled on one of those videos the other day from the uh, recital and I think it was Weaver or one of those, one of those schools. And even Austin was up there playing the piano. So. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to do, I guess I'll start off by, by telling everybody, well, first of all, so you're a wife, you're a mom. You're an author, speaker, uh, free, and a freelance writer. So I sold it all off your website. <laughs> That's all right, right? Yeah. Yes, I do all of those things. That is true. And um, all the other hats that moms wear and all the other hats that, you know, wives wear, um, just like everyday people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of plates to keep spinning at one time. It's, it's amazing. But um, I, so I'll, I'll go back a little bit in history. I um, So, gosh, I, what, 10 years ago? I don't remember how long ago it was, but I remember you were just getting started in the, you, you kind of had felt that calling to, to go into maybe write a book or at least starting a website and a blog. And, and so we talked because mine had been kind of going for a few years and had a little bit more down the path, I guess. And so you, you called and, you know, we we're asking a lot of questions and, and I remember explaining it's, it's for anybody that has a blog or doesn't have a blog, it's, it's, it's a labor of love. It, it's not something you do. Ca I, I guess you could do it casually, but if you have bigger dreams and visions, it's a lot of work. It's all, it's a full-time job. It can be. And sometimes the reward is just not there. You know, you yeah. just don't see it. And so I remember telling you that and saying, and I didn't want to discourage you. And, and I just remember saying, you know, it's, you really got it like the stats. And I had Kurt Harding on um, a couple episodes ago and we talked about storytelling and stat watching and, um, and all those things. And then, so I guess about three weeks ago, I put mine on the shelf for a while. Since then you have just, just gone 
so big with yours and you wrote your books and, and devotionals and you really have invested. It's amazing what you've created. Uh, and I, I hate to call it a brand because I know you personally, but you know, the, your brand, all that you've worked on that hard work is really, really amazing to see. And so, so much so that when I got mine, took it out and took all the dust off of it uh, a few weeks ago, I called you and said, Rachel, how do I do this? And where do I find this? And what do you use for this? And you were very generous and in, in helping, helping me along with that. So um, congratulations on, on all your success. It's amazing. Well, I appreciate that. I, um, I don't consider it very much my own success because as you know, I tell our family story and my story for the purpose of telling a much bigger story and that is God's story. And so um, when that's what's in your heart and it's burning inside of you to get at that out, then you just keep following those small steps of obedience, whatever they are. But I will say, and you know me well enough to know this, that I am a very, very much a business person and I take numbers seriously. I take dollars seriously and um, no one wants to work for free, right? right. Um, can afford to do that. So you're right in that it takes, you know, a lot um, either way, it takes a lot to be able to um, just keep going with everything. And um, so I, I would say that um, I appreciate your graciousness, but um, anyone who works hard and sticks at it and is really intentional can follow through and have a great website and be able to you know, it, the opportunities that are available are bigger and better than ever. I think I told you that two weeks ago. It's like, if you want, you know, to get your message out, there are so many avenues that you can do that and so many ways and opportunities um, to virtually be able to get your information out there. And so I just encourage people to be creative and follow through with those small steps, whatever they are. For me, it was a blog spot blog back in the day. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> I remember. And I remember talking to you about WordPress and how it was going to be a move, but that was the move to make at the time. And, and you know, yep. as time's going on, when I talked to you last time, you brought up some other sites that have since popped up and are growing. And, and yeah, and, yeah it's, it's amazing. I think the best advice you gave me was, you know, for, and for those, and I, I doubt a lot of people are tuning in for this, but, but anybody that is, you know, it's great information. And that was, um, and I, I mean the blog talk, they're, they're tuning in to hear from you, but um, I, I think the best information you gave me was, you know, you want your blog to kind of work for itself overnight. You know, you, you want to get it to set up to where, if that's your goal, and, and it was never right. my goal to make a ton of money off of it. It was more, and I, I think it goes with what you said, and a lot of what Kurt said, when you write from the heart, when you write from or a story that you feel like God has inspired you to put out there, it'll find its way to where it needs to go. And it's yeah. amazing. And, and I know you've seen this experience that it's mm -hmm. opened platforms for you. It's opened doors for you. And so um, just to kind of put a bow on that part of it, that was great advice that you gave me was if that's why you're doing it, if that's what you're working for, then set it up so it's running itself, you know, and it will get there. But there's a lot of labor of love before doesn't happen overnight, that's for sure. No, and I often encourage people, you know, I think it's faster. I think you can grow a website much faster than what I did by all means, you know, and what I have. I think you can grow it faster. Um, I, I do think that slow growth is best mm -hmm. and everybody kind of waits for that viral moment. Like they think that's going to be the epiphany and, and you've had viral moments, you know, like they are just that they last that long and then they're gone. And then, you know, there's not a whole lot of, um, 
wave afterwards. Right. So that slow, steady growth is much more favorable in your, you know, outlook to just be willing to put the consistent work in so that you can get consistent results. Yeah. And you, you've just done a fantastic job. And I, I hate, I don't want to move off of that too quick, but I believe that you have such an inspiring and strong story to tell. And you just mentioned it a minute ago with your family. Do you, and so anybody that has, and I'll put all the links in the, uh, in the blog post and, you know, all those places so they can find it. They can find you, your site. If they have questions, I'm sure you'll be, you know, gracious like you were with me to, to talk through maybe all those things because you've done a great job with it and uh, you can probably share that. But if you don't mind, do, we, do you mind if we transition to, to your family? Because I, I really think that's what people would want to tune in for and hear the most is, is just about your incredible family and how that has led to really your ministry. Sure. I'm always excited to talk about my family. <laughs> and it seems like um, that's what I talk talk and do the most. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Matt and I have been married for 20 years this year. We're celebrating our 20th. And um, we were not picked the most likely to succeed because <laughs> when we met each other, both of us already had a child from a previous marriage, and we also um, had both been through divorce. So our scenario was not one that maybe, um, like I said, would be picked the most likely to succeed. And um, the divorce rate for second marriages is over 50%, so maybe even in the 70s now. So um, God, I literally believe that God put us together and I could not um, believe that, you know, anymore. And just initially the way that we met and how God weaved our hearts together immediately. Um, I do not recommend um, first love, you know, first love, love at first sight or get married within a week or any of that. But I will say that our um, engagement was short <laughs> and, um, we just knew, you know, we knew, and we were, um, thankfully strong enough in the Lord to have his confidence in his plan as well. So the combination of those two things, um, joined us together and God gave us a beautiful redemptive family with our, um, sweet girls. So yeah. we have Tiffany and Taylor and Tiffany was nine years old when I met her at the time. Goodness, I look back over that and just shake my head. Yeah. Um, all the time that has passed and how much um, opportunity God gave me. You know, I was such a young mom. I only had Taylor and I had no idea what it was like to have a nine-year-old. And there are so many mistakes, mistakes that I made <laughs> being yeah. a stepmom. Yeah. But um, I be really believe that that we must have done something right along the way, because as you know, in the last year, we've been super blessed to have um, my Tiffany and her husband, Zach, to move into the um, home at the side of us. Oh, so, I didn't know that. That's great. Oh, that yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So when we moved into our new house um, and we chose to, to build, they, um, they came to us like the next week and they were like, we want to build too, right beside you. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was the best part of the whole deal is having yeah. them close by. Yeah. And, um, that's been a super fun privilege. So I just want to encourage, share that part with you because, you know, all the mistakes we make as parents and we feel guilty so about them, <clears throat> you know, and we just, I don't know, sometimes I beat myself up as a parent just thinking, oh my goodness, you know, what if I don't make the right 
right choice or what if I've made the wrong choice and all of the typical worrying I think that parents do. But um, the Lord blesses anyway, you know, like when we stay true to him, he blesses it. He sees our efforts and blesses it. And so I'm really thankful to have Tiffany and Zach living beside us and enjoying um, this stage of life with them. And then we, um, after we were married, so we had Tiffany at age, at age nine and she's now 29. And we had Taylor at, um, she was just four years old when we got married. And um, we have had five children together over the 20 years. So fast forward 20 years, the <laughs> long fast forward, we have Michael who just graduated last year. Justine is a junior and Samuel is a sophomore and we have Tara in sixth grade and Tessa in fourth grade. Yeah. So um, quite, the, quite the span of yeah. kiddos there. Um, what I have sort of left out in the midst of all of that story and in the midst of all the blessings of having children in these 20 years is that our Taylor at age four was diagnosed with a rare metabolic disorder called MPS. And so um, most of the 20 years that we have been married have not been filled with all joy um, because we've walked a very terrible neurologically degenerative disease with her that um, eventually, you know, caused her to lose her life. Heaven's gain for sure, but she lost her life and she has been gone almost two years. It has been, um, it will be January 2nd, 2021. It will be two years. So we're kind of at that one year, three quarter mark right now. Wow. And, um, it's been very, very strange since she passed away. So much of life has changed, but sometimes I think we all sit around looking at each other, like, who are we and how did we get here sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and I know that you know what that's like when you lose a loved one and um, just so much life passes you by without being able to figure things out and place yourself that it can get really strange yeah. um, at times trying to figure out, you know, just that, who you are, because so much of who I was for many years was, you know, tied up in being a special needs mom and caring for those day-to-day -day moments of just making sure we had, you know, supplies and making sure that we had caregivers when we needed them and making sure that, you know, everyone was physically cared for, yeah. not just Taylor, but, you know, all of the kids. Mm -hmm. And so it can be really easy to get consumed by, by all of that and forget um, who you are as a person, who you are, you know, who God made you to be and what is inside of your spirit. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of where in a nutshell, you yeah. know, uh, 20 years, <laughs> yeah. I can um, give our story. Um, I don't know what else I could say about any of that to sort of give you the summary. <laughs> No, that was great. And I, I, I think anybody that anybody that knows you, you know, is familiar with your story because you've been very public and open and shared that. And again, giving God the glory through it all, um, even the heart that, that you've been through. Um, so I think anybody that, that knows you knows, but those that don't know you, I wanted them to, to know that as well. So thank you for sharing it. Um, because, you know, a lot of people I think have become consumed and not share that story, maybe be silent about it and just kind of 
go through it on their own and, and you all have been very public, but you've also been very um, gracious with that in that um, you helped, and we used to help you every year with the, the foundation when they would all get together. And can you talk a little bit about that? Cause that was really special. And are you still involved or has, have you just kind of, and, and I think it's completely acceptable for you to say, you know, that, that you stepped away from it, but have, are you still involved? And can you tell everybody about it a little bit? So um, one of the things that drew us immediately to in the NPS world, um, Taylor's disease was that there were other families who felt just as isolated and lonely as we did in receiving this rare diagnosis. And um, back in the day, again, I'm saying back in the day, but you know, we didn't have Facebook groups. No. We didn't have, you know, this is literally what we did, okay? There was an MPS forum. So it was like the old style bulletin board. You logged in, you posted a question about your child's, you know, symptoms or whatever you're trying to work on or a doctor's recommendation or whatever it was. You posted that and you left the board and you hoped and prayed that somebody would read it in the next week, you know, because yeah. that's how those kind of bulletin boards worked. Yeah. It was this instantaneous, you know, yeah. sort of thing. So um, back then, I think the one of the reasons why God brought us to the community was so that we could emphasize real community and face-to-face -face time together, you know, and I had no idea what, generationally would happen now compared to then but the importance of meeting together and being together in community was even bigger it was an even bigger concept than what i thought it to be at the time all i was trying to do is just get some families together who needed to be connected with one another you know yeah and so um that venture of having mps families gather together one time every year in the summer for the Ohio NPS gathering um, grew and grew and grew. The largest year we had about 200. Um, that was, I think, three, four years ago. Um, after that, it did start to, the numbers did start to go down a little bit only because I think people were catching on that, hey, this is such a cool thing. Why don't we have our own, you know, closer to us? And so at one point we had people coming from Tennessee, from Kentucky, from, you know, all of these, New York, all of these states that were quite a bit further out. And they, they realized, hey, we, we can have our own group right here and, you know, be a little closer knit. So a, a lot more groups have started and a lot more communities have begun to have their gatherings every year. So that's been a cool thing to see. Since Taylor passed away, we did host the um, NPS gathering in 2019. This summer was the saddest ever for me because for the first time in about 18 years, we could not host the gathering because of COVID. Right. So um, it was very discouraging, but um, we do hope that maybe by the time 2021 comes around in the summer, we'll be ready to um, be socially distanced if we need to, but still go ahead and gather as an NPS family. So yeah, that's been a huge way that um, God has used the NPS community to um, just unite our hearts together and to be able to uh, appreciate and encourage one another. Mm -hmm. and, and all the families were so, um, there's so much joy, you know, yeah. in those events. And I, if I remember right, didn't you have themes 
like wasn't it yeah, we always have a party theme yeah right. we got a theme so um i'm trying to remember i think one of the ones that i remember you being at we had a carnival theme maybe yeah and then one year i think we had a purple theme yep. we yep. also i think i remember that year the um chick-fil-a cow came for us too yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was great and it, it was fun and the families were so genuine and sincere and you know we would do check-in like you said they'd be coming from all over the place and so uh certainly I, I imagine if the numbers dropped it was probably like oh no but then you find out it dropped because you you spawned a bunch of new groups in other places so it actually grew you know right. something much larger and they they were great it was it was such a fun time for us and uh, we always look forward to it and we look forward to seeing the same faces and families every year yeah. it was really special so um and i'll make sure before don't let me forget because i will um, before we get off, let's get links for that too. If you have one or if there's a, a somewhere people can find more information about any charity or anything like that to do with MPS. But um, Taylor was beautiful. The way you as a family cared for her was beautiful. Um, and it was a joy to, to know her and, and um, you know, our, our hearts grieve with you and, and still do. And, um, but, but you all are, Pretty amazing. And one thing you glossed over that everybody needs to know too is your husband was in like medical school. While all this is going on, he's taking, right, he's working and going to school. I mean, mm -hmm. Bo had a lot going on at one time. And, and, and it's incredible that, that, as you said, even, even your marriage and maintaining a family and someone with special needs, there's a lot happening in that house at one time. And so to be where you are today and, and, still have all the joy and all those things it's amazing uh it really is amazing and i hope people hear that because i know you didn't say it I'll, I'll say it on your behalf if because i'd love people to know that about you all but um so uh when it comes to your writing because i think again through all of those things you took that and you turned it into a ministry and you've written books um, i have to tell them the story just a, a few weeks ago my daughter came downstairs and <laughs> and said, hey, Miss Rachel actually wrote a book. And I said, yeah, I know. And she said, one more step. I read that. I didn't know that was Miss Rachel. I said, yeah, you know, so it has, it has grown. And can you talk about your book, your first book? You, do you have multiple books now? So I worked on a lot of different collaborations and books, um, so many. I, um, at one point, tried to compile a list for the last decade, and it's about 53 publications. Wow. So I would never dream that that's what God would do. Um, I have uh, several traditionally published books. And the main one that I think people recognize was released in 2015 um, called One More Step, Finding Strength When You Feel Like Giving Up. And that book is really um, my heart book. Like if I could sit down with someone over coffee and just share my heart with you, that would be what I would share with you. It's all the many lessons I learned over a decade of um, dealing with, you know, my daughter's terminal disease, the challenges that we had as a family. And you know what's interesting, Erin, is I never, when I started to write that book, I never set out to tell our family story. I never even realized um, as I was writing, I would get to a principle that I was trying to emphasize and it just seemed like the best way to share that principle was to share how it had worked out in our own lives. And so I wound up with this book full of illustrations from my own life and heart, never intending for 
our testimony to sort of be the book and then the principles to be shared from our testimony. But um, that's what happened. And the publisher loved it and they were um, grateful for it. And just, um, it turned out to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. I had the opportunity to be on Focus on the Family and share. Um, That was just an incredible opportunity. I've had so many opportunities I would never have dreamed of to be on, you know, various television events and various um, radio shows and broadcasts. Um, if you picked someone, here's the, here's the thing. And my husband would joke because if I say, here's the thing, it means it's a serious issue. Right. That's like my pre- preface phrase. <laughs> um, but I, I mean it when I say like, I am one of nine kids who grew up in a little tiny town in the middle of West Virginia. Okay, I love the state of West Virginia with all my heart, but it is not known for turning out authors, just in case you ever wondered. Sure. Um, the illiteracy rate is very, very high there. And, you know, I have five sisters and three brothers. I'm right in the middle. If you know the story of Gideon in the Bible, where he says, you know, all the excuses of why he's not called by God, I would say I have that same list of excuses, you know, it's like, okay, I'm the middle of my tribe. I'm not important. I don't have an education, you know, all of those things. I mean, not that caliber of education that you would expect. And yet um, God just, you know, puts it all together. He outlines every step and puts one in front of the other and then guides you through it. And so um, that is how One More Step came to be in existence. It's a book that I feel like is a real classic um, and can still be picked up and enjoyed today, even five years later, which I think is starting to be a little odd because so many books are written on relevant topics that are temporary and seem like they're good for about a year and then they fade, you know? So I love that it's still um, a book that I feel comfortable talking to people about and encouraging people to um, use. And then I have many self-published books that I have done because um, God's word is my absolute foundation. It is my absolute go-to. It is what, you know, when people say, how have you lived through watching your child suffer? How have you lived through watching your child die? Then I would just tell you the only, the only way that I can see people being able to handle those things is when they have a relationship with Jesus and they know him very personally. And they know him so personally that they feel his presence when he is in the room. You know, when Taylor passed away, I have never experience God's presence like that before. And, you know, um, I would just say that without, without that foundation and without being in God's word every day and purpose, purposefully growing my relationship with him, I would not have had that experience. I know the Lord like I do. And so I encourage people to get into God's word. If you, you know, especially man during COVID, you are, we are not getting um, as many opportunities to digest, you know, being in, in, a lot of people are still not in church, you know, they're having to watch online, um, just things are different. And so um, I just encourage you to foster your relationship with the Lord 
by being intentional about spending time with him every day. And so I have those Bible reading plans that I've been publishing for many years. Um, I just took a slew of them off. So in the last few months, I've produced four and they are available as digital downloads. But I just took a slew of them. Um, they're unpublished off the market and we'll be releasing some new ones for Amazon um, to post for me here soon. But those have been a huge blessing. And then I have um, also a mom devotional that I worked with with Dayspring. It's a really pretty book and um, perfect for keeping in the van door, perfect for, you know, like I always tell people, I mean, truthfully, this is like a bathroom book. Okay, you put it on the back of the toilet when you have 60 seconds, that's when you read it and then you move on and you got your encouragement on the go, you know. So, and Matt um, I mean, if it, <laughs> Matt reads it too, because I, I will. I know I will. If it's, okay. <laughs> He's funny. This is, this is what he does. He'll open it up and he'll say, you wrote the first one, didn't you? Because I can tell by the tone of it, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we love Matt too. Uh, you know, we should have had him on for for a minute, but um, uh, you know that there's so many resources that you have, and and I thought about that before we even got on, and I think you mentioned it too. The in the times we're in, one more step is exactly the goal mm. right now. You know, especially for moms and dads. I think, and I've mentioned this on other um, podcasts too. I'm so worried about where our kids are going to be after all this we're all adults and we're having a hard time just getting our head around it and getting used to not having schedules and things getting canceled. Our poor kids are not developed yet enough. And you know, some of them will because some of them just have that grit or that tough. And if they don't, it's not their fault. That's what I'm worried about is I'm so worried about how do they put one foot in front of the other? How do they take one more step when they're frustrated with school, when they're frustrated with things that they used to be able to do, they can't do now and all that, you know, I'm, I'm so worried about them. So I, I think your book would be great for, for such a time as this. And then also the prayer, the, all, the, all the things you mentioned, those are all fantastic resources right now. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, to, um, to piggyback on what you said, I think that as parents, um, this is the time for us to step up and lead by example more than ever. Yeah. Um, because all of the things that we say, um, our kids may or may not pick up on, but they are going to be watching what we do. Right. They're going to be responding as we respond. And so it's more important than ever for your kids to see you reading your Bible. Mm -hmm. It is more and, and less time on your phone, you know, right. and, and more important than ever for them to be, um, making sure, you know, my, my mother-in-law, she's like, now you guys are having church every Sunday, right? You know, yeah. I'm like, we're having church. All right. You know, um, I had, I had to joke like, uh, for a while I was having the kids, um, they had jobs as church people. So we had a reader, <laughs> oh, nice. had a reader for, um, when we walked into the, the game room to, you know, be a part of our weekly, um, tea. I say TV, but you know, it's Rock City. It's where you go. It's, it's Rock City online. Yeah. So we're doing online church and we had greeters and um, I, it didn't last very long. Like, I'm not so sure that any of my kids would be able to work in the nursery. I'm just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> Did you serve communion? 
you <laughs> if they were greeters, they probably you could have done that, take an offering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something they're going to be serving some other way. We'll put it that way. But um, I mean, it is so important to be making sure that we prioritize our faith yep. because that's what they're seeing lived out. Yeah. Well, again, and I, I, I could really literally go for an hour easily and, and keep talking. I know you've got that busy family and, and things that are gracious enough to carve out some time uh, for me today. And so um, before we get off with the links and all those things that we have um, before we get off of here. Um, so what's next? That's my last question. What's next for you? Because I know there's always, you know, you saw, I think you mentioned Amazon, a couple other things. Is that the next thing or have you got dreams and visions for something else? Um, well, I always have three or four projects at a time that I'm excited about. Like you, I, um, I like to brainstorm. I like to have new things that I'm doing, fresh things. And so um, one of the big things that I have been working on recently is that I joined forces with Carol Kent, um, Carol Kent Ministries, who is in charge of the Speak Up Conference, which is one of the leading premier um, conferences for speakers and writers for the last two decades, really, I think about 15 years. And so um, I have teamed up with her and I am now the Speak Up Growth Groups Director. Wow. So we have um, launched our first season. Our first season is sort of a trial season for October, November, and December. And we have 10 groups of speakers and writers um, I have written a curriculum for them. They will have monthly mastermind meetings where they walk through the curriculum with a guide, as well as um, we have two levels. So one is the lean-in group, and that is a peer-to-peer -peer mastermind group. And the second level is a learn-on group, and it is an intensive coaching group. So they do receive um, 20 minutes of group coaching every month on top of everything else that we're providing to them, as well as some individual um, email coaching. So it's a super opportunity. I just remember, you know, Aaron, like the back in the day when I first talked to you, I was so hungry yeah. for someone to help me. And I had no, I remember feeling really lonely in that journey to get to traditional publishing. It was a very lonely journey because I just felt like no one really knew what to tell me. Um, there were a lot of things that I did that worked. And a lot of things I did that did not work at all. And so if I had just had a mentor, someone who could have helped guide me along those early paths, you know, someone who had known the right questions to ask me, um, that would have been huge for me. And there were some people, I don't want to say there was no one, but it was just not as hand-holding as what it maybe could have been. Yeah. What, what I would have appreciated. And so I want to be that for someone else. I want to be able to say, you know what, you can do this. God put, gave you this message. You need to find the right channel. And this is how we, this is how we find the right channel for you, you know, and walk them through the steps. So I'm so excited about what Speak Up Growth Groups is going to do over the next three months. And then especially the next six months after that from, for the first half of um, 2021. And Carol Kent is such, I mean, I'm telling you, she is so wise and she has so much to offer in the way of wisdom with speaking and writing. And not only that, but I feel like, Erin, that um, the Bible tells us very clearly to give honor to whom honor is due. Mm -hmm. 
And I believe, you know, Carol is in her 70s. Wow. And I love, absolutely love coming alongside her and being able to be the tech part of helping her. And she's like the prayer warrior, you know, and it's just such a cool relationship. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what God does through that. So I appreciate you asking about that. From a more personal ministry perspective, I do have dreams of another traditionally published book. And so um, my hope is to be able to put that together and really um, be proactive about that. As you know, that's not a quick process. Um, it, it takes a couple of years to really accomplish. And so it may be two years before I get that book out there. But um, that's my prayer is that the, I, I really believe we walked through a very dark valley um, of suffering and of death. And I want people to know what it's like to walk that when Jesus is walking with you. And so, um, and how to, I don't want to say come out on the other side because we're, we're not on the other side. You know, I think the other side is heaven. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's, you know, we'll experience something totally different there, but to be able to continue walking day by day and grow stronger in our faith and in our walk and in our ability to share, you know, and give hope to other people. I think um, there is a book stirring in me about all of that that may seem very similar to the first one, but I think um, at one point I had titled that book, The Next Mile, because you know one more step is just really taking it one step at a time, but at some point you do have to look a little beyond one step at a time. You do land at a point to where you say, okay, I wanna get to there, how do I do it? You know, and so I'm really excited to see where that goes. Wow. I, I, again, I'm just so amazed by all that you are able to do. And somehow it all, it all happens. Um, I, you know, I'm amazed because I've had that idea. I, you know, I've had people ask me uh, casually a few times mentioning writing a book. And, and I, I remember when I got um, um, downsized at one point I got like a six month severance and I was like what am I gonna do when I grow up and I had time and I had this vision of just taking my blog and turning it into a devotional or whatever and here I am I never did any of that so and I I probably have a little bit more time than you do I'm not have as many things going on as you do um so all that to say that's a credit and I told that story because you've made all those things happen um and anybody that's listening if you don't know Rachel um I can actually testify that her faith is real. Um, and I, you've probably heard that. If you've listened to this and missed out on that somehow, then um, I'll go ahead and say it again, that her faith is very real. Uh, her family's faith is very real. Her and Matt are very, very real. And they share those. And she has taken what God has taken them through and for our benefit, put that into to digital downloads, to a book. And, and it sounds like there's going to be another one. I can't, You. it's an open invitation to come back on and tell me about, one more mile when it's ready. And uh, I'm, 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 you're always welcome to come on. But um, I'm, I'm just thankful for our friendship and that, that we've had the opportunity to, to watch you grow and your family literally grow. Um, and uh, it's saying that my internet connection is unstable. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this is still going on. Uh, all right, before we go, because it looks like I'm losing it, um, links, where can we find you? Um, where, what's, give me, give me all the links. Sure. So everything can be found at rachelwojo.com. That one's pretty easy. 
Um, if you're interested in finding out more about NPS or how you can support the NPS Society, that would be at npssociety.org. Um, it's a great um, place to go for all of the information on the various types of NPS, as well as how you can help and um, the different types of gatherings that we have and all of the different ways that the NPS Society works. Um, interested in One More Step, you can go to Amazon and type in One More Step, or of course, rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. You can find all the books, all the resources that I talked about today. Awesome. And I will have all those links in the blog post when I get it up, um, up onto my site so they can click on them there too and find, find anything that they, in case they're driving and didn't have a chance to write any of that down. Um, I'll have them all available. And, and um, I'm just, I'm proud of you. Um, I'm honored to know you and your family. And um, I'm just thankful that you were able to give us a little bit of time tonight. And I'm sure you've got a million other things to do. So thank you so much, Rachel. We love your family and, and uh, we're blessed to, uh, to call you friend. Thank you so much, Aaron. Give Heather my love and you guys have a great night. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Rachel. Bye-bye.